0: Hello, hello, Sacred Icon listeners, and welcome to another Oddball episode of the Sacred Icon podcast. I am here today teaming up for a four-party breakdown of Final Fantasy and the impact it's had in our lives and what we're looking forward to in the series. uh, We thought, what better way to talk about Final Fantasy than to have a squad of four, a party of four, right? Um, I don't know who's the tank, I don't know who's the healer, but we'll figure that out as we go along. Um, guys, I'd just like to introduce you to uh, some of my friends. You've heard some before. Uh, maybe you've seen some from the community. Uh, we have our buddy Nerva, Photon, and Wesley Types here. Uh, Wesley was on the most recent episode. Uh, we've had Photon crop up in the community a few times. Um, Nerva, like you actually have, you know Josh outside the podcast.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, Back in uh, elementary school, we hung out for a Which- while there. Which is crazy.
0: So you need to give us some crazy story about how he like used to eat his boogers or something. Wow, that'd
1: be great. Yeah, I'll try to think of one. (laughs) Okay, that's a side Um, quest we all want to hear.
0: Yeah, Uh, but Josh isn't with us here today. Um, He's uh, not only is he busy, but he's not as up to date with the Final Fantasy stuff. I mean, to be honest, I mean a lot of us here are uh, missing a lot of Final Fantasy content. Uh, Me and Wesley particular, particularly are newer fans. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we just kind of want to go around and talk about the series, how we got into it, um, what we're playing, what we're looking forward to should be a good time. I mean, <laughs> there's endless, endless content with Final Fantasy. I just never going to be enough time, but, uh, Nerva, you're the resident, uh, biggest Final Fantasy fan here. That's what we've labeled you in the discord. So tell us your very first experience with discovering slash playing Final Fantasy. Which one was it? How did that occur? I would love
1: to hear it. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Um, so my first Final Fantasy game was, I think, like most people our age is um, seven, of course. So um, <clears throat> the first exposure I had to that, I was oh, nine, ten years old. It wasn't right when the game came out, but um, I went over to a friend's house who had a PlayStation. He had one, and I remember sitting there watching it, and I was just enamored. And then over the course of the next, I don't know weeks, months, he would bring the strategy guide to school and we would sit out on the playground and just like flip through it. So awesome. I had the whole game spoiled for me before I ever played it. I knew everything oh. was happen. But we would just sit there and pour over the bestiary and all that stuff out on the playground sitting against the wall while other kids were playing soccer or whatever. Ugh, and, who needs um, it? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so eventually I got my own PlayStation for my brother and sister and I to share. And the first thing I did was borrow his copy. Um, Because he'd moved on to eight by that time, I I took it home and I just played through nonstop. Like you know, hooked immediately. Everything about that game to little nine ten year old me was just enchanting. Mm -hmm. You know, the opening mission where X Soldier flips off the train and does that power pose and then just starts you know ripping people apart left and right was just awesome. The soundtracks just incredible i fell in love with you know the final fantasy soundtrack and nobuo Matsu just like instantly you know to this day that like first reactor is still my kind of warm blanket moment in gaming yeah. like you're having a bad day and you want to watch you know, a movie or whatever i'll just play that first mission of final fantasy 7 um and then you know after that one i played pretty much everything i could get my hands on and i did a little bit of research going back through, okay, what all came out and when. In the five years after I played Final Fantasy VII for the first time, Tactics 9, 8, 10 came out, and they re-released 1, 2, 4, 5, and 6 on PlayStation. And I played all of them. Just, just that was
0: a through. banger time to be of FF It, fan. it,
1: it yeah. really, really was. Absolutely. So I just played just straight through all of those like nonstop. Um, And then they had like a break when Final Fantasy 11 happened because that was online. And uh, I never played much of that one, but I do remember when it came out, I had terrible internet at my house, lived out in the middle of cornfields and I actually drove to a gaming cafe where we lived where you paid to play their gaming machines by the hour, just so I could <laughs> play that game and see what wow. it was, what it was all about. You know? And then from there, I've just been playing all the releases as they come out. It's just, it's just been Constantly around, like when I say i 'm playing video games, probably fifty percent of the time it 's something from the from the franchise
0: yeah, and I, I got to say massive respect to you because Nerva has been around our community for quite some time now, and he really doesn 't care about Halo that much, he just enjoys <coughs> the people and the conversation, and obviously he has a past relationship with Josh, so I appreciate you be sticking around so much because I mean. Just like me, if I was in a community, I mean, I don't know if it's a direct comparison, but if I was in a community based around Call of Duty, I'd be—I I just don't care about that series at all. So, it'd be like, <laughs> you know, I'd have to really like the people.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I care about Halo a little more than Call of Duty, but you know, okay, it's it's fair mostly enough, I'm here enough. for the people and this podcast. Yeah. Once this is done, you know, I'm out. Uh, mission accomplished. <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got so many questions I want to ask all of you about like disappointing moments, favorite moments, favorite this. But I'm gonna I'll come I'll come back to you uh, Nerva. I want to sure. go over to Photon and Photon, give yep. me your experience. It's so so great. You guys have heard of, heard Photon many different times through us mentioning him on the podcast or he wrote in or he he made some kind of meme video we posted. And I'm glad to finally have him on here. Yeah, uh, boy. Photon, what uh, give us what was the the nugget of insight, the beginning, the inception of your Final Fantasy
2: fandom? I would love to. So it's really similar to Nerva's, um, and I'd I almost dare say this is like one of the most popular like entry stories to Final Fantasy that a lot of people share, and that is Final Fantasy VII. Uh, back when we were kids, um, I was—I think I'm also of a similar age as Nerva. I was about somewhere between eight and ten when uh, Final Fantasy VII was introduced me um, so I had two really best friends who are still best friends today to this day who um, were really showed me Final Fantasy. I, I never really heard about it until um, one of the uh, just one fateful day uh, when we would always like spend a night at each other's houses and just play PlayStation all freaking night long until the cows came home um, yeah they would play seven eight and nine a lot and I was immediately hooked because I would we, we would just we would spend hours just wa- watching one one friend play and just be totally enamored as just as much as if we were playing it yeah it's it such a uh, that's a whole nother digression but man it's something about um like the the hook of of video games as a kid is just so Oh man, it just pulls you almost deeper than when you when you're an adult. Uh, but like I it said, does,
0: it's like because it feels limitless possibilities,
2: you know. Yeah, like our childish minds are like
0: whoa, like
3: completely yeah. wide eyed
2: at everything. And now when we are adults, we're just kind of like jaded, or like ah, oh, yeah, yeah, graphics and and uh, whatnot. But anyhow, that is a digression. So um, I ended up being allowed to be um, my one of my friends let me borrow a, a copy of his seven and yeah i i i was i was so freaking hooked like at first i was like yeah it's, it's a pretty decent game but one of the most um shining moments in uh and and the and and seven and almost like you know the whole series as a whole to be introduced to the, my favorite moment was um <laughs> i'm so glad i can like express this it, it felt so good it was uh when i finally got on the world map on seven and was allowed to drive the buggy the little like moon yeah. moon buggy man that buggy bro you could you could finally cross a river i was like oh man this this game is gone places <laughs> you can actually like go beyond this like already large area which was midgard i was like so compelled i was like damn this this game is so much bigger and and i guess i would almost want to say this is like one of my first experiences with like a a larger scope of a game like a, a an open world game like th- there was like a world map to this whole thing it wasn't just like go to point go point a point b kind of really linearity that i was familiar with with previous games final fantasy 7 was like yeah you, you, you there's, this whole, there's this whole world there's this whole universe everywhere you go there's a different music cue there's there's just yeah. so much spirit and culture and this is something i've been kind of mentally preparing to say for for this episode is that final fantasy is such a successful game because it's one of those game it's one of those game franchises that when you play it 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 totally um in your mind when you play it, it, it 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 absolutely hits the check mark on every tier of uh boxes that that make a good game such as the music the characters the story the ui all of these aspects that make a game they get gradually checked off really solidly as you play final fantasy and that's when we have like this this like terrific feeling this good feeling that just you're like man this game is 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 not just a game it's an experience it's something i want to experience again so um to 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 go back to what to the original question is Seven was my original entry, and I was always I irrevocably hooked like a crack addict. I was I was, I was, for then on, like, I realized that Final Fantasy is, is, is more than a game to me. It's something I really plan on beating every single one. So, uh, there's so much I could say, but I'll, 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 I'll make it a little bit short, is that after beating Seven, I borrowed Eight and Nine from my, the friends I've mentioned, and... I actually skipped to nine because it just looks so damn cool. And man, nine is is probably my favorite one out of all of them. I'll be definitely re- revisiting Nine's that a one.
0: Very popular entry in the series.
2: It, it's like it's honestly so. It's like the it's the last one in the PS one, the classic classic era. And it's like they learn the SquareSoft learned so much of what they want to do with the game. They they learned all these nuances, and it, it's like it. Everything, no pun intended, crystallized to become nine. This like ultimate product of all the, of like all the best aspects of the previous ones, just like meshed together. Like uh, I think Nervous said it terrifically one time. It's it's like a love letter to the series. It's a really good way of putting it. So I beat nine, and then I went to eight, and I got actually to the very bitter end of it, just to realize that I, I under leveled my characters, and I'm playing it right now to to beat it. But uh, hmm. th- then I went to beat. Final Fantasy 5 and then 13 13 is the second favorite of all time and then promptly did 13-2, and then um, I played 15 or when it came out and I had a really love hate relationship with that game for a while uh, I thought I hated it and then I gave it more of a shot and I was like I actually really love this and then it, it's funny fa- how that works yeah yeah for sure man it's like you hate something and then I don't know you, you kind of keep going back to it i don't know it depends on your patience but uh i i, I want to fast forward through this because i could spend hours talking about it so that's kind of like my first era of final fantasy of like i kind of played those in a, in a decent amount of time within like six seven years and then i had a really long break and did like things this game called halo I probably never heard of it and then around 20 it was twenty two. it used to be so good too bad, it so, sucks now. So they say, so they <laughs> yeah. say. But I, I think, I think Halo's swinging back around. It's just, it's just, it's just been a slow buildup. I'm being sarcastic of... for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 2021, I beat the first four Final Fantasies within that year, and then last year I beat Final Fantasy Four. I mean, I'm sorry, I uh, beat um, After Years, which is like the seek this the third sequel to Final Fantasy 4. Final Fantasy 4 is one of the f- one of the few only Final Fantasies that is a its own series. So Final Fantasy IV, 13 and 7 are its own series. So final- i beat Final Fantasy 4 After Years and Interlude, which thanks to you Brian I got to play uh, was was the first the whole reason I bought I mean 100 of so I could play Yeah. Um, final Fantasy 4 After co- uh, the collection which has Interlude and After Years and I beat those and then I beat Tactics and 6 And that was last year. And now I'm on eight and I'm going to get off my podium because I was, I was a hot minute. So that's my final fantasy.
0: Well, so I'm guessing. So
1: Nerva has, have you beat all who's beat more you or photon based on what you've heard. I think photon probably has me because I realized when I was prepping for this episode, I have never played final fantasy three at all. Ah. I've never even owned a platform. I could play that on until the pixel remasters. So, I have not touched that one. Yeah, but I've been holding out for the Pixel Remasters on Switch. (laughs) Uh, I'm really salty because
0: I just discovered that I can't get a physical copy of the Pixel Remasters. You had to order it. Yeah, they
1: sold out in like
0: two hours. Like, I thought that was the the special edition, but there's also just the regular physical was... So that that sucked too. But Wesley, we got to get you. I'm sorry, we've gone this far, we haven't got you introduced here yet. So uh, we started off. We go. We start with the, the veterans, and then we're moving down. Uh, me and Wesley are much more fresh to the to the Final Fantasy franchise. Uh, share with us your experience of how you got into the series, Wesley. Oh boy, yeah. So
3: my my introduction to the series was actually uh, in high school. I would hear kids raving about Final Fantasy in the hallways and in the classrooms and. It just sounded like the most nerdy thing I'd ever heard of, so I beat him <laughs> up and I bullied the crap out of him. Yeah. No, not, none, none of that's true. Um, that's a that's a, a bully, Wesley. We believe it. Bully yeah, Wesley that's a it. that's a call out to the the good old boys at a, a high High Potion Podcast.
0: High Potion Podcast. Got to yeah.
3: got to keep the bit alive for for Hawes and Steve. Um, no, yeah. the the reality of it is, I. I had, I mean, I think it's much the same as what you guys have said. Is, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is just, I don't know if there's that many people that don't know about that or haven't at least mm-hmm. seen the, seen the uh blonde spiky headed uh hero we all know and love. Um, so I was aware of Final Fantasy VII. Um, I was probably aware of other elements of the series um, at a young age, but it was all just like anime to me and that was i I was not interested in anime at all not not a bit so i just i just figured it would be something i was i was never going to get into Um, the first final fantasy game that i ever showed like any interest in was um right in like the heart of my of my like video game renaissance at a young age when i really started getting into video games Uh, Was the 360 era and you know, so you had Final Fantasy 13 and my friends had a copy of Final Fantasy 13 Um, So I have like a lot of backdoor nostalgia for that even though I didn't play 13 until recently Um, I I knew a lot about it Um, But then Brian actually it's because of Brian that I that I even picked up a Final Fantasy game in the first place Um, Thank you, Brian. So yeah, (laughs) thank you, Brian So, Final Final Fantasy VII, the OG, was my first Final Fantasy game, Um, and it's just, man, that that game makes me feel feelings that I didn't even know I had. Um, It's (laughs) it's crazy. Like the
0: world agreed with that. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. And Nerva, you can fight me about this later, but I have a hot take. All right. You originally said, or you'd said in the Discord, that One Winged Angel was the most overrated Final Fantasy song, and I agreed with you initially. I agreed with you initially but I think i can changed my <laughs> mind. I was listening to it at work today and it's I mean it probably helps that I haven't I haven't been aware of the song for like 20 years. Um I think One Winged Angel is just as good and important as the Imperial March in terms of villain uh themes. So you can uh,
1: I'm in the minority here. I, I have been <laughs> to the Distant Worlds concert series twice, and I'm the only person in that room uh, that isn't chanting the lyrics to One-Winged Angel <laughs> when they do that song live. So <laughs> oh, I, I understand. I, I have the hot take. You do, you do not. <laughs> well, to,
0: to play both sides here, I mean, on one hand, it's extremely iconic and awesome. But the other hand is like in the first game, it kind of came out of nowhere at the very end in the special moment, and there's like you know lyrics where there usually isn't, and it just was shocking, and it just made, it encapsulated that moment of seven. But since seven came out, it's been thrown into everything: Advent Children, uh-huh. um, you know, Crisis Core, uh, even if Super Smash Bros. Whatnot. It just gets. It's just. You hear it so much, it's like it used to be this thing where like I'm only going to hear this if I beat Final Fantasy VII original again. But now it's just like oh, I'm probably going to hear it on my way to work, like you know. I like guess yeah, so. It's it's been overplayed, that's for sure. But uh, Wesley, did you? I I want to let you. Did you kind of? Yeah, yeah. It? No, got um, more to say. I'm guessing. Yeah.
3: So yeah, that 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 aside, I I went from seven, and um, I immediately picked up thirteen, and that was my next Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's because of all the back north backdoor nostalgia, you know that I had experienced for it, um, and I, I told Brian this before, but in, in in some ways, Final Fantasy thirteen kind of feels like my Final Fantasy game um, because even though seven's my favorite, that's the first one that I like chose to play um, without any like outside influences. So I played thirteen. I love, I love thirteen. I can't wait to to hear all about uh, Brian's playthrough. I've been holding my questions in. Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm having such
0: a great time. I just got a long way to go. I haven't got to play very much. So
3: looking forward to it. Glad you're
0: playing it. I'm glad you're yeah. playing yeah, it's, it. That's, it's freaking that's, awesome. That's, I, I, I want to. We'll, we'll wrap. We'll wrap back around to thirteen because yeah, I got things to say about it. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll make, I'll make mine shorter because I've said it on the podcast before, but. It kind of feels like I was destined to be a Final Fantasy fan because it's kind of been around my life forever but I've just like a pushed it aside because it didn't seem like something I would like. I mean, I really grew up not liking turn-based, so that that was a uh, combat, so that was a, a big part of why I didn't play it. But, you know, growing up, my friends had it laying on the floor next to their PlayStation, a copy of 7. You know, growing up, I'd see it in the game stores. Uh, kids at school would talk about it. Whenever you ask people what their favorite game of all time was, you'd hear stuff like Ocarina of Time, Final Fantasy 7, you know, those kind of... Mario 64, those games would get thrown out there and always be like, oh, why does this Final Fantasy 7 keep getting brought up? And then I remember... In 2000, 2008, going over to a bunch of friends' house. It's like 15, 20 people in this house. They were watching Advent Children, and I had no interest in watching Advent Children. But I liked a girl who was there, so I went. And they were all geeking out about like the fight with Cloud and Sephiroth and stuff. And I was just like, "This is so stupid. I'm not into anime stuff. Like, I like Dragon Ball Z, but you know, mm-hmm. your your mom likes Dragon Ball Z. I mean, who, that's kind of how it is. You know, mom goes to college." Cool. <laughs> Um, so I I saw Advent Children, you know, somewhat there, um, I just had friends over the years say it was their favorite game, and then I met my, I met my wife, who happens to be a nerd as well, and her two big gaming hot things were Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy, and when she, you know, I wanted, because the thing is, like, I'm not into sports, so if my wife was like, oh, I love soccer, of course I would try to get into her interest because i love her but i don't care about soccer (coughs) well when she when she said she was into final fantasy i'm like well i am huge into video games not final fantasy but now i kind of really i'm kind of interested i want to know why because like for me even going back as far as 2018 i was still thinking like i don't understand final fantasy because it's like two is not related to seven and and ten has a sequel uh but then like uh, Seven has a spin off on PS2, Dirge of Cerberus, mm. and then a, a PSP one, but then mm. Lightning Returns is the third of a of third. Like and then one's an MMO? And I was just like, what in the world? Then you got like handhelds that are like remakes, but they got different names. And I was just like, I, I don't understand it. So then she tries to very, like explain it to me, like, you know, they're all separate, their own things, unless they have a direct sequel. And okay. And then I started talking to a guy at work who was a big Final Fantasy fan. I was like, help me get into this. Explain this to me because my, my girlfriend likes it um and uh so then you know we get we get married and it's coming to it's coming up on the final fantasy 7 remake release date and i told my i'm saying to my wife i'm like you know you want to get final fantasy 7 remake like it's kind of a big deal to the gaming community and you're a fan so you probably want to get it right and she's like nah i don't i don't want to get it because it's only part one and you know if they're not going to release all the parts i don't want it like i'll just wait till they're all done and i'm like but I, I get the vibe that it's a real like independent game, babe. I think it might be worth it. And she's like, "No, I don't want it, whatever." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll kind of just whatever." And then and then Josh, uh, we have a mutual friend that uh, had been talking to Josh about Final Fantasy VII, and so Josh tried the demo, and he was like, "Brian, you got to try the demo." And I'm like, "I don't think I'm into Final Fantasy. You know, Erica is. You know, I'll download it for her. Download the demo. I played it. I played the demo, and I was like." kind of like this, like, ooh, it's kind of good, like, I don't know if it's that good, but it seems pretty good, so we bought, so then, even Erica was not convinced at that time, because she still thought it was very much a part one, like, I think Erica thought it was more going to be like, you know, maybe like a 12 hour experience, because it's part one or something, but it was actually a full fledged game, so we bought the game day one, started playing it, and me and my wife started switching off, and it was very clear, like, holy shit, we love this game, oh my god, this is one of the best video games We've ever played is how we felt. Seven Remake. And Erica had already played Final Fantasies before, but this was my first one. So of course I played through Seven Remake, was blown away. Second I got done with Seven Remake, I'm like, I'm going into the OG right now, and I'm gonna beat it no matter what. I don't care how old it is, how archaic it is, I will make sure I beat it. Beat 7, loved it, went and started playing Kingdom Hearts. Um uh, and then oddly enough, that was 2020, uh up until this year, well, slash 2022. I just played 7 stuff. I just replayed 7, 7 remake, replayed Kingdom Hearts, replayed I got Crisis 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 Core is kind of what spurred this 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 uh going into it further thing to happen cuz I got Crisis Core and I was like, "Oh, I love Final Fantasy 7 so much." I'm like, "Now I got to wait for Rebirth." And I'm like, "Well, you know, then we're t- talking to you guys in the Discord and your guys's passion for Final Fantasy and I'm like, Maybe I need to try dipping my toes in some other Final Fantasies. You know, I don't want, I, mm. it's so hard to leave Cloud mm. and friends behind, but I need to dip my toes into them. So, yeah, so then it was kind of like I think Diente Ombre was like I'm going to start 15, and then Wesley's like if he's going to start 15, I might start 15. I was like I, I think I might start 15 too. <laughs> so, uh, played 15, really loved that. Now I'm on 13. So, I've got if you count like the Final Fantasy VII spin-off type stuff, I've got like five Final Fantasies roughly under my belt, but a long way to go. A lot more I want to play. But uh, it is just crazy that, you know, Wesley mentions the backdoor nostalgia. I have so much of that from my whole, almost, you know, I'm 30 years old, almost my entire, the majority of my life, 25-ish years, I've had people speaking about Final Fantasy in my life. Seven specifically a lot. But also just Final Fantasy in general. I've had copies laying around my friends' houses. People talking about it, watching the movies. Um, so it just and now here we are. It's like this is one of my favorite franchises of all time. I mean, it's skyrocketed right to the top. Probably top three is is I'm pretty sure, pretty solid on that. So I love I love it. Um, so me me and Wesley are newbies here, more so, but uh, we're huge fans of it and. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just so glad we can all uh, be fans here of uh, Final Fantasy. So I guess I'll kind of just throw this out to you guys, and we can kind of just talk or amongst each other, uh, hopefully not too much over each other. Um, but uh, <laughs> w- what is your guys' favorite Final Fantasy? Just go around, just kind of shout it, whatever. Like um, seven, one. I, I, uh, seven, nine. You said it, nine, it, Photon? Did you say nine? Nine, yeah, I yeah, said nine.
1: nine? Okay. I, I, objectively, it's Nine. Seven will always be my my favorite, but I think Nine uh. is actually the better game.
0: Mm. Right, the better amen,
1: game. amen. So,
0: would you guys say in like the in the com- the general? I mean, this is all opinion, but you can kind of base it on some some facts, like universally what would you guys say is the top three most popular like sevens obviously let's let's discount the MMOs anyone listening who loves the MMOs I'm not I have no hate it's just they're a different thing that's all it is I'm just saying they're different uh, but not counting the MMOs what's the top three most popular would you guys say uh, everywhere oh, I look it's like six seven ten
1: that's what I was gonna say Wesley I think that's kind of the, the not the Holy Trinity but it captures kind of the th- Best of the three generations that we've kind of seen. Six is really the the top of the line for the sprite stuff for most people. The the right. NES SNES era. Um, seven is kind of the the crown jewel of the PlayStation era, and then ten. I mean, only two of them came out on PlayStation two, like ten and twelve, and we won't talk about twelve. Um. Hey. <laughs> See, twelve doesn't interest me, but I'm not. But I know that critically, it's seen good, and yeah, like a lot of big. people love
0: it. So, but I, you know, I, I, just, I have,
1: tr- I have tried 12 several times and I have bounced off it every time the Zodiac age version they came out with recently. That re-release is, I think better. It solves the problem I had with their level up license board system um, where everybody can do everything and it's too undirected how you level up for my taste.
2: I can't wait. I want to say though, I think it's six, seven, and nine though that are the top, was th- top ones. I was thinking well yeah I guess
0: I said top three but to be fair the ones I mean if I'm just the ones I hear always mentioned are six seven nine and ten those are the four that I really hear yeah yeah I was uh, gonna say nine is easily the fourth like that's those four are easy I think really close yeah.
2: really close second yeah
0: now is there a particular I know me and Wesley would have to kind of more guess at it because we haven't played as many is there is there a title that you hated or did not like or strongly dislike. I guess, Nerva, you kind of said 12. Is that the one for you?
1: Eight or 12 are my least favorite at this point. Um, is
0: eight because of the junction system? Like, I want to get yeah. into
1: eight. What, is, <laughs> I'm is, what is Eight for me, the junction system's fine. It's a little bit weird, but I just I don't yeah. like any of those characters. I can't get into any of them. Even as a kid, I thought Squall's gunblade was, like, the dumbest thing I had ever what? seen. Like... <laughs> It's it's a blade with a revolver. <laughs> like there's not even a barrel in it. Like who who designed this thing? Photon's um, so sad right now. It's heavy. Lightning's gun blade it, is better. Yeah, this is true. I'll um, give you that one. I love how. Um, <clears throat> but I have fewer out. issues with like how eight plays than I have with with twelve. Just the the way that combat is set up in twelve, it basically reduces itself to a series of AI scripts. You can run into a map yeah. and and walk away. <laughs> And come back, and it's cleared, and then you pick it up and go into the boss fight. <laughs> Just uh, it's very hands off. Um, it's probably my my least favorite overall. I think. See, it's it's interesting because my wife loves Eight, but the reason she loves
0: Eight is she started. She grew up as a little girl with Kingdom Hearts, and mm-hmm. she loved the character Squall. Or, or what does he go by in Kingdom Hearts? Is it uh, Leon? Leon. Goes by Leon. I mean, Really? She loved Leon, so then when she figured out like, oh, there's a game based around him, she got eight and she loved eight. So she's she's got a different entry point that makes her love that game more than most. Uh, but you're saying so eight kind of twelve, photon, what about you? Like least favorite or one you didn't like one you don't like
2: or Man. You have one? You know. I'm gonna be weird. Checking the list. Yeah, I've got it all written down. I I'm <laughs> I'm gonna actually say I don't have I don't have any, I don't have a bad experience with any of them. I've enjoyed them all thoroughly and it's That's actually great. a very difficult question for me to answer, but if I would have to choose it would be Final Fantasy 4 Interlude because it's only takes oh, okay. 2 hours to beat it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. It's it's like like what were you guys thinking? Like, I I now, I'm not gonna spoil like the main like feature in the story, but I thought that was kind of lame. I was like, why didn't you flesh this out? Maybe a little bit longer. I don't know. I, I thought you were naive just gonna say, say four. that I, I always.
0: Oh, yeah, he th- Wesley thought you were gonna say four outright. I, I thought out. you were mm-hmm. just
3: gonna
2: say four and not he, four interludes. He was, was ready to break my heart. The
1: premises. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there'd have been fisticuffs.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love four. Um, Four's good. Am
0: I just good. am I naive to think that one probably isn't the most fun? The, the
3: no, I don't think so. Actually, I think two is probably the worst one.
0: Photon <laughs> just he loves.
3: It. Yes, that's I love actually.
2: It. I, I'm glad you said that, Wesley. Two is actually my least favorite. It's the only one that has like I forgot how it is, but the leveling or the job system in there is the only Final Fantasy that is the absolute black sheep of the entire franchise. It has a completely different way of leveling up your characters. I forgot exactly how that is, but I remember uh, it's, not it's liking more like- that.
1: Yeah, the level up system there is—it's honestly more like Elder Scrolls, where the more you use it, the more it levels up, right? You use yeah sword the more you, yeah, you level up, up your sword. magic, you level up yeah. like
2: your your skills and your your magics. It, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, I don't oh, know. So it, maybe I'd it's actually easy like to like break because you can. Yeah, it just—it's get a lot of people will tell you you can just attack your own people to increase your HP over and over oh, again. So that is like, like oh, yeah. just, Elder Scrolls. If, you just leave like one little moblin on the screen and then you just start stabbing each yeah, other and it raises we your slide values other. and your and your HP values. It's just mm-hmm. it's weird. It is
2: weird. That was an exper- very experimental time. It's that's that's exactly like story. getting the the
3: annoying what is it, the annoying fan from Oblivion to follow you around. You hmm. just hit him repeatedly hmm. to raise blade or blunt.
2: By Azura, oh, Zura, buy a Zura,
0: buy a I just punt him off the tallest
1: mountain. That's <laughs> yes. That's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. What do you guys, what are your personal, um, wait, Wesley, did you pick, like, I mean, what do you, what vibes do you get, I guess, for, like, one you're not going to be interested in? So, so I've played, I've played three, four, uh,
3: five I'm playing currently on the side. Nice. I played seven, I played 13, and I'm trying to finish 15 right now. Of the ones I've actually played, three is my least favorite just because, the gameplay is you put really the good. the DS one, correct? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, the, the DS one. The job system's really nice in three. The gameplay's fine. But the story is so, so thin that I just lost interest. Um, once I had had my fill of the gameplay, I was kind of done. I think I put like five or six hours into it.
0: Hmm. Okay. What would you guys say is, for your you personally, most underrated Final Fantasy? Woo!
2: What's shit. that? Most of I'm it. gonna Dirge Cerberus. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what?
1: I'm gonna say tactics. No, yeah. No. You think tactics is underrated? Yeah, well, I tactics. Mean, underrated I think, everyone has it on the list. I, don't
0: I think, think it's, it's
1: talked about enough. I think it's underexposed. I don't think it's under. Underexposed. I think it's it's mm-hmm. one of those well-loved gems yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, it's just hitting in the sense, corner because yeah, that, like
0: tactics gets brought up a lot as a favorite, but it's like. It's, it's like it gets brought up as a favorite, but then nobody talks about it, you know? So it's like, it's uh, underexposed. I kind of agree with that, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I think for my money, 15 is probably the most underrated title. And why know, do you feel that? In series. A- well, it, it, was, it was different when it came out. You know, a lot of people did not like it. It's one of the, I think, more divisive ones um, in yeah. the series. But I don't think it gets enough credit for the journey it takes you on. Mike, the bros on the road, the Choka bros, hanging out in the car on a bachelor road trip. That's awesome. Like, they nail everything. Uh, and I think even if you um, take away all the, the big fights and everything, it's still a fantastic game. They even put, you know, the two different HP systems in there for when you're fighting at night and when you're fighting during the day to mix things up. You know, the side questing is pretty thin and kind of terrible at times, but I think it's got some of the most... Emotional impact of the games you watch. What Noctis goes through and that crew that's with him as it unveils, and I think it it really gets the the awesomeness that is that story gets lost in the simplified combat system and yep. thin side quests.
0: Yeah, I almost I almost said something. I was like, Wesley has not completely finished the game because it's like like the one of the one of the very last scenes. I was like,
1: it was emotional for me. For yeah, real. There's, there's well, let me stuff tell you with something. Those, with those pictures, make sure you take those pictures.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even I'm, not even. I'm not even, <laughs> even going to tell you about my pictures because you will be. You will never forgive me. So we'll,
2: we'll and I'm, what I'm dying to see you guys drop some, do some photo bombing up in this chat, man. Let me see some. Let me see your premium prompto photos.
3: <laughs> Photon, next time, next time I get on, I'll uh, I'll go grab some from the game and, and post them for you. But you Please see where I've been. Do that. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that um, I'm glad that Nerva brought up 15, and um, because I I'm still like I'm working my way through through my thoughts on it, um, especially since I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a review eventually. Um, but it's I I've always I've always enjoyed it. You know, like, since it hooked me, I enjoyed it. Um, but I think in, like, somewhere around Chapter 10 and onward is when I was like, wow, this is a different quality of game than I thought it was, like, story-wise. It just, like, totally, it, like, totally turns the engine on. Like, it's just, it's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the story and characters of Fifteen. You know, I and this is coming from someone who's, you know, not nearly as educated on the history of Final Fantasy, but... For me, and, and me mm. as a thirty year old um, who was in high school when uh, thirteen came out, thirteen to me seems like the most underrated one because I was I've said it in yeah. Discord already, but like my impression as someone who didn't care about Final Fantasy in high school was that thirteen was one of the worst video games ever made. I mean, mm. that's how the kids at school talked yeah. about it. The discourse was on how it was just garbage and it ruined the series and. And it never can recover after that. And and then as the years went on, you know, and I was on forums and different gaming sites. It was always people crapping on thirteen. Yeah, how awful thirteen was. Yeah, right. And then the sequels came out for thirteen, and people were like, "Oh, I hated it already. Now I hate it even more because there's more crap." And I, I just so I just literally like, and that's the thing is this has all happened in such a short period after Wesley beat seven. And he said he was going into 13. My, my In my head, I'm going, well, why are you going into 13, bro? Like, that's the worst freaking game ever made. And then he goes into it, and he plays it, and he's like, oh, I like it. I like it. And he finishes it. He puts up a review. He's like, it's, it's underrated. It's a great game. I really enjoyed it. You know, had all these good things to say. And even after he put that up, I'm like, you're one in a million, Wesley. That's the worst game ever made. You know, that's because everyone in high school treated it like garbage. And then uh, – I think what it was is I finished up 15, and I'm like, where do I go now? Because this, this, this recently, this has been my branch out into leaving the 7 safety net. And I, I beat 15. And then I'm like, where am I going next? And I'm listening to some podcasts and watching videos on 13. And I'm like, 13 like, sounds like it has a super awesome atmosphere. And like Damn straight. Soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Characters. Yeah. And – and then I'm like, oh, but that combat, I know everyone says the paradigm system so terrible. And then I'm like, so I look up what that's like, and I'm like, oh, man, this is deep. Like, this is deep and engaging. This is awesome. And now I'm playing it, and granted, I'm only in, like, chapter four, because like I said, I have a newborn baby. I haven't had a lot of time. Oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to get back to it. Like, I'm at work, and I'm like, I can't wait to get back and, like, run through Cocoon with my buddies <laughs> uh, fighting it's it's awesome so for me it feels like 13 the most underrated uh, i understand that like the ps1 era ga- i mean all the games before but like ps1 era offered a really kind of different experience than what 13 offered yeah but man 13 i get like some like culty like blade runner dune kind of vibe it's nothing like it's a
1: little bit like blade runner it's nothing <laughs> like dune it brought a no. little more cyberpunk <laughs> to the equation. They went from kind of yeah, the steampunk to the cyberpunk. But there's like this, like there's like this weird
0: opaque kind of like randomness about Blade Runner and Dune that makes them so interesting to me. Like those worlds are not like Star Wars is approachable. Lord of the Rings is approachable. I feel like Blade Runner and Dune are so mm. like you, they're not very approachable. But like once you get through the door, you're like, oh, this is awesome. That's mm. kind of what. Uh, Thirteen feels like to me because Niche. damn, they crafted an awesome world there. You know? yeah. tell me your impressions of the characters so far. Yeah. go ahead. Sorry, you you said impressions of the character so far? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I know the goal with Lightning was to make her like the next Cloud, and I'm a, I'm basic, I guess, because I feel like they succeeded. Like I'm not saying he's, she's gonna have the same legacy, but like in the few chapters I've played, Lightning's awesome. I love uh, Lightning. Lightning's, yes, a Louis Vu-
1: Lightning's a Louis Vuitton model. So you know she wins there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I love lightning. Um, I know some people are annoyed by Snow and his like wanting to be a hero <laughs> and yelling Sarah every five seconds, but I kind of love Snow. I think Snow's cool. He, he grows uh, on you. Vanille it, yeah. is great. Vanille's fun, bubbly. Um, okay, it's I saws. I, I like. Is that how you pronounce it, Zaws. I say saws. Saws. Okay. The H. Makes I sense. like him a lot. I like his little chocobo in his hair. I like his goofiness. I yeah. like what him. he's the it's old memorable. man of the that, group.
2: That's just memorable, man.
0: I know. I love it. I love it so much. And then you know, I think people have lulled me into it. So everyone hates Hope, right? Because Hope complains like crazy, <laughs> man. And go ahead.
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, no, was just, ahead. No, I'm just, I I just want to say, like, never in the entire time that I play thirteen did it occur to me that I I had any any um negative. Attitude towards hope. It wasn't until I got a, on the interwebs that I've, coll- I've I've gathered this negative sentiment, and I I've, I get their angle, but he never irritated me. I thought it was.
1: Oh, oh I couldn't stand it. that little kid. I, I wanted somebody to, <laughs> to squash like- him. We think
0: we
3: yeah. honestly.
1: So he is the
3: most annoying piece of crap ever. Let's like us in, in, in the in the beginning. I, I know I know I'm on the minority of this, but I think no I think Hope you're actually majority. I think a lot of people hate Hope. I well know of this next part. I think oh. Hope has one of the best arcs in that game. So just sit tight because he's
2: like mm. the
0: worst
3: in the beginning, but it gets better.
2: He appears in Lightning four four Returns four. as like your main guide. Is a little. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, it's okay, man. No, uh, based on four chapters, he's mostly just been annoying. But I've been prepared for it, and I think I think. To me, the annoyingness isn't so much what he's saying, it's it's that he's saying it the kind of the he's kind of doing the same thing over and over again. He's like, Oh, I'm pissed about this, I should do something about it. He doesn't. Oh, I'm pissed about this, I should do something about it. Do you uh, guys remember that I'm pissed no. about this? I should oh. do something about it. <laughs> Man, like, okay, dude. Like just do do it or shut up because I'm like you know so I'm kind of annoyed uh, but I also was prepared for it so I still I still like the character um, and I of course I barely met Fang like I know I know next to nothing about Fang but uh, cool. the cast is great the atmosphere is great the music's god tier the graphics are insane like I guarantee games released this year that don't look anywhere near as good as yep. this freaking old you know what is it twelve years old uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Um, I guess if I was to, if right now, based on, here's the thing. I know a lot about 13 because I, and I'm kind of weird, but like spoiling myself actually like helps me get into games. So I've spoiled myself way before I started the game. I know everything that most of most things that happen. I know how the story concludes all that. Um, but, uh, I, I guess if I, so if I had to judge based on what I know, if I had to make my biggest critique against the game is that they made it, it's, it's, it's pretty unapproachable for someone not coming in knowing what they're getting themselves into, because in several ways, the story drops you off in the middle of chaos. All the background details are doled out as the game goes on in flashbacks. Then they drop the names like the Falsi, Lassi, Seath, uh, Pulse, uh, Pulse Falsi, and these terms are thrown around as if they're normal words. Mm -hmm. And even if you looked at the manual real quick and like, Got what the definition was, your brain can't assign those definitions to those made up words quickly enough to to understand all of it coming at you in dialogue in the first hour. Mm. So, and then then you get into the combat, and like the combat's got, like I said, it's got like the paradigm system, it's got the auto battle, it's got the uh, gestalt, it's got the stagger, and there's so many different moving parts there. And then you got your like different roles, synergist, and it's to me. A lot to unpack. it's a lot, to, if you're a gamer who just wants to pay $60, you know, back in 2010, pay $60, bring home an awesome game for your Xbox or PlayStation, pop it in and have a good time, I don't know if that's, it's not really approachable. Now, if you were a fan, if you knew what you were getting yourself into, that's different, but, you know, that, that'd be my biggest critique on, on that anyways. Over that's fair. You guys.
2: That's fair. I think, I personally think... uh like what well, i guess what you would be kind of describing is like it's almost convoluted and dense and yeah. and and almost yeah. intimidating to me personally as a nerd that's what i find so intriguing yeah. about video games is that there's a lot to it it's a it's a healthy big thick sandwich of a lot of ingredients to taste and try and swap out and see what fits and that that turns a lot of people off at at, at initial glance but I'll just keep rotating and looping and just really leave it at uh, at the at this statement is I, I personally find all that intriguing
0: well and I, I can kind of I can resonate with it a bit some I try to say on Twitter but there's never enough characters of course people want to take it the wrong way but like so you know and i, I this is just a brief tangent I'll come back to Final fantasy you know people talk about halo oh this game you, you needed 14 books in a movie to understand the game or whatever' people say that most cases I don't think that's true but what I, what I like is like for instance Halo 4 is like the best example for me. I believe Halo 4 is an easily approachable game. You start off as Chief and Cortana, uh, there's bad aliens and there's a leader mean alien and you got to kill them and you got to save save the girl and save the planet, save Earth and defeat Didact. You know it's villain save the girl and villain it's pretty simple. But then yeah. If you play that game and you li- and you like it, maybe you don't like it, but if you like it especially, then you go and you say, "Okay, I want to read the Greg Bear trilogy novels of the Forerunners." Mm-hmm. And I want to find out who this is. And I want to I want to watch the Ford Under Dawn movie with Lasky. For mm-hmm. me, there is such a, a such a central experience for me of of my gaming life is having a way to dig into the material. And I like that process of digging in. So, I've tried to say on Twitter before I'm like, you know, Halo 4 and I think 5 is the one that really screwed up where you you kind of do need to read books to understand basic stuff, in my opinion, for 5. But like 4 and Infinite, I feel like I love the way that 343 has made those games so it's like, um, I could play these games and like them. But then they give me this way to go experience many more hours of that world, like Rubicon Protocol, 400 Trilogy, yeah. uh, Forward into Dawn movie, and I love that. So it's same with like Final Fantasy VII. It's like, oh, I finished seven. I know some people don't like the compile compilation stuff, but like I finished Final Fantasy VII. I want, I want more Final Fantasy VII. I got, I got Crisis Core, of Cerberus, before Crisis mobile game, uh, uh, Advent Children, uh, on a way to a smile book, uh, different stuff like that. So I, I like being able to reach out and grab new things
2: you know it's an extracurricular foray
0: yeah that's exactly what it is and i i like that i mean what what are your guys' thoughts on um on all that that kind of topic i suppose
3: i like I the, extra the stuff. final fantasy 7 compilation yeah i think anything final fantasy 7 related will always be like right at the top for me
0: yeah
1: what about what about
0: you uh, Nerva?
1: Uh, I'm 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 of two minds on it. Like I like it when it's good. I don't (laughs) I don't like it when it's bad. Right? Um, Yeah. Like like I I think about like dirge of cerberus like i've never played mm. that game um Me neither. to be fair t- full disclosure um but everything about it from the promotional materials that came out looked bad um everything you hear about it from people who play it is it looked it looked crazy and like i don't mind a little bit of anime in my video games but it takes it and like ratchets up what was already pretty crazy in final fantasy 7 um, but you know they're bringing all of that back into the main story, so maybe I'll change my mind on that. But with the uh, integrated DLC for uh, fs 7 Remake, um, that's all kind of getting interwoven in into the yeah. the story with the Yuffie the stuff. Neat. So I'm curious to see where that goes because I don't really have exposure to it. But I, I do sometimes worry that when you add too many layers and bits and pieces onto what is already a, a pretty solid core product, you start to dilute it a little bit. I, you start to see that, I think, Marvel movies for me are a perfect example of that. I can't keep up with yeah. that. I haven't been able to keep up with that since the second Avengers movie and I just tune out mm-hmm. completely and walk away. Um, I think it's great for people who've been attached to it for a long time, who grew up with it, but for, you know, people who are coming in, I think it can be a real barrier to entry at times because, you know, there's there's a big mountain to climb if you're a completionist and you want to get around to all right. of it or, you know, sometimes just that that one little 40-hour game is a better experience sometimes it's nice to have complete packages that stand on their own in media
0: yeah yeah i mean i think that's one of the reasons why final fantasy is so great though right because like someone like me or wesley who just came in the last few years we can go okay i think i want to play seven and you play seven you experience the additional content that comes with that and then you can kind of put put your check mark down and say okay I've experienced that. Do I want to jump into something else? Do I want to get into 15 with Kingsglaive and the DLCs and stuff? Or, you know, or do I want to just go play another series and come back? You don't feel like you're missing out as much and there's so many opportunities there. Yeah. Uh, well, the I think, series is and old, I think when you sure. talk... Yeah, absolutely. I think when you talk about, like, diluting the series, I go... I'm of two minds on that because, because like, Halo, for instance, if Halo had ended at three, you just had the three Halo games. The quality of that trilogy, and as it would, and the opinion of that trilogy as time went on, well, as time went on, people probably would have just, as they do now, they would have just say that was a ten out of ten trilogy. People today, people today say it was perfect, even though when those games came out, people bitched about every single one. Yeah, uh, but, but fans are. I, I would even say, like when Halo Three came out, and that game, I played that game, and that game ended. You know, very strong trilogy, three games, very strong. Well, the more games they introduced to Halo, the overall picture of Halo. Even if I still believe it's really good, it's overall a little less good than it was mm-hmm. after three because it, it just it was so concise and concealed, and now you got so much stuff it's messier. But at the same time, do I want to give up the last fifteen years of extra Halo content? No, I mean I loved it. You know, we're still getting seven content now. I, I listened to another podcast and they were like. Do you really think once the remake trilogy is done, they're going to quit making sevens? Absolutely, not. <laughs> absolutely. They'll not. never stop. It's we'll more new spinoffs. Never stop. Spinoffs within a spinoff. Yeah. Look what they did to Walking Dead. <laughs> that one I really don't understand because it's, ooh, it's not good I, I, for me. <laughs> for me, it's not good stuff. So I, I watched a lot of Walking Dead, and, and and most of it was not good to me. Uh, I stopped at season six. Uh yeah, well, I stopped at season 4 and then I rewatched it with my wife got to like season 7 and she couldn't take it anymore either. But um uh guys, so, so what do you what are you playing? Either what are you playing now Final Fantasy or what kind of what's the next kind of Final Fantasy thing you want to play or engage in that's like currently released? Uh let's let's start with you, Wesley.
3: Yeah, so I'm still finishing up uh 15. I'm in chapter 13. Bit, a bit longer than a couple of the ones that came before it, but I'm yeah, I think you have s-
0: five plus hours still.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that's okay. I'll uh, I'll take it. Um, I think I'm working against myself because I'm like I'm like already excited about the next one that I want to play, um, which I think is going to be that's ten. Um, and so I like I like can't stop thinking about ten as I finish fifteen um yeah. it's not it's not ruining yeah. 15 by any means for me yeah. but i am kind of like all right i'm i'm ready like i want to you know so i'm excited about 10 i'm gonna play six this year too uh i'm just waiting for it to come out on switch in the spring but those are my next two back to back
2: nice
0: yeah i i i don't blame you man because like i was i beat 15 and i did the gladio dlc and i was a, I started Prompto and that's when I started thinking about 13. And I just had this overwhelming, like, nope, I'm playing 13. I don't care. So I haven't finished the DLC. So I played 13. And now I'm playing 13. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to play 10 soon. Oh, man. Final uh, Fantasy I, I, fever, I, I, baby. Oh, dude. It feels great, though. Because there's so much to engage in. You know, like, that's the one thing. Like, I, I've had this conversation with people before, too. I beat myself up about it because I'm like, I can't believe I waited until I was 30 to be a fan of Final Fantasy. It sucks. <laughs> but then, it's, then someone will tell me, like, but, dude, you don't have to wait. Like the people who played in '97 for Final Fantasy VII, you don't have to wait for an eternity to get the remake. Like you already played it, and you're waiting on part two. So like there's benefits to being a new fan as well. And like and as I've and I'm so glad I said this on Sacred Icon for years because I would feel really guilty if I hadn't been this way. But I've said on Sacred Icon for since we started, it doesn't matter which Halo you came in on, you're just as much a fan. It doesn't matter when you started, you're just as much a fan. Like a 20 year fan may have more knowledge. They have they have actually. More history, but they're not worth more than you. They're not better than you. So now that I've come into Final Fantasy, I, you know, I, I prefer to be treated the same way. You know, that just because I'm new doesn't mean I'm, you know, worthless. Like some people, you know, like to do that with the Halo community. But uh, what about what about you, Photon? What do you uh, what are you playing? What do you want to play next?
2: I am at the ass end of Final Fantasy VIII Remaster, um, which is kind of like a really large. Um, it's the R word, uh, kind of uh, like redemption arc for me because the first time I played eight was on PS One and I got to the very end, and I won't spoil anything, but I uh, I made a bit I made a boo boo and realized that uh, there was no, no way to back. fix it. No, because eight 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 storyline when you get at the ass end of it, you can't really move around the world map very much anymore and acquire stuff anymore. You're kind of locked in. And um, I couldn't grind anymore. And so I, I kind of screwed myself um, on, on, on beating the final boss. So now I'm, 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 I'm once again at that point. But this time I am... I am Doing it right and I'm, I'm, I'm going to grind all my characters to level 100, which by the way, I think Final Fantasy 8 is like the only Final Fantasy you can grind your characters to level 100, which is really interesting. Everything else is uh, Square Enix loves the number nine, apparently. But anyways, yeah. um, after I beat 8 Remastered, I really, really am fired up to think that this year will be the year to declare my Final Fantasy campaign, at least of the mainline titles utterly completed my of uh which would consist of um 10 10 to, which isn't really mainline but i can't skip that and then yeah. 12 and really those three are all that's remaining and wow. um and if i finish those i will be able to declare i've beaten every mainline final fantasy that's awesome and, and then um, I would like to try Type Zero again. I, I gave that a several hours. I actually really love that game. It's like the, I like to call that the Saving Private Ryan of uh, Final Fantasy games. It's really gritty and unique, and the story like really grabs you and pulls you in. I
1: I really love it. That I was the one say, everybody but... bought so they could get a demo of fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that yeah really that's what i bought it it came, it came with it came with a demo of final fantasy 15 yeah oh wow uh, it was it was the first like open i think that was the open world one and it just plays vaults the fantastica while you walk around and i remember just being floored by the fact you could see the treads the individually modeled treads on noctis's shoes while you ran around the world map and that's like all the demo was but it came with type zero mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's cool. See, I missed. I you know, it's like I have that you know, like backdoor nostalgia too, because I remember I was working. I used to work at uh, an armory back in uh, back home, and some Fifteen had just came out, and uh, everyone was talking to to me about Fifteen, and I was like, I don't care about Final Fantasy, and they're like, you know, oh, this one you 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 have a car, and it's like a, it's like a boy band, the you know, so I was like, kinda, and it's just like, whoa, this sounds really different from. I was like, isn't Final Fantasy more like? Like uh, you know, fantasy medieval type stuff. And they're like, oh no, they've had stuff like this before, but this is kind of different. So, but I remember people being salty about that game then. But it just seems like whatever new one comes out, usually that's when people people get salty on it. Um, what about what about your new Nerva? What are you What are you playing now? What are you playing next?
1: Um, I am in a perpetual state of playing either Final Fantasy Seven or Nine. Um, okay. I always have an, an active save on one of those two going, <laughs> um, but Seven uh, uh, is probably the one I'm playing is the one I've been playing recently. Um, they did a speed run of Final Fantasy VII at Awesome Games Done Quick earlier this week. Yeah, you were saying it. Oh, yeah? How fast? It was seven hours uh, for oh, Final perfect. Fantasy VII. So it was a long Damn. one. Um, uh, but it was cool. I-, I love seeing the the tech on that. So so that got me to pick up my Switch and play Seven again. But uh, for this year, uh, there's so much in Final Fantasy to look forward to for me. You know, with the Pixel Remaster's coming out, that's going to be most of my year. I think <laughs> where's, where's your, where's 16 on your priority list? Uh, I will play 16 as soon as it comes out. I've, I've got that slotted out. Um, to, nice. to ha- right when it happens, I've, I'm more excited, I think for pixel remaster one, cause I've never played three. So it'll be the first one I pick up, but, mm-hmm. uh, on two on, on steam. I've, well, it's on switch. It's coming to switch later. This oh, summer. okay. I'm sorry. That, that's where I'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I've, Little, I'm I'm trying not to get too excited for 16. The uh the combat I think is is gonna be a very different. Uh, it's, it's another 15 but, moment,
2: man. It's another I 15. Devil may cry. I'm,
1: the devil may cry guy came came to do the combat. I'm not writing it off. I'm just. Oh really? Yeah, I'm I'm much more of a turn based guy. Um, and it's Dude, gonna it's be real first... action. And they haven't really shown how the party dynamics are gonna work. Um, which is is a little weird. But I also. Um, you know, I didn't think I was gonna like Stranger of Paradise either, and I really dug the demo for that game. I wanna play so, that one. I'm keeping so it bad. I heard terrible
2: things about that one.
1: <laughs> oh, the the writing is absolutely cheesy and ridiculous, uh, in a way that it's so bad it's good. Uh, the loot heaviness <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little of that, and I've only played the demo, but the combat feels real tight, and you can make some ridiculous classes, kind of like in Final Fantasy V, where like if you want to be a dragoon who casts white magic, you can make that happen. Hmm, that's cool. I
3: spoiled the story.
0: Ton, for I want to make a horrible request of you. Oh no! Oh yeah. Finish when you finish your mainline Final Fantasies. I think your next game should be Chocobo Dungeon for the Wii. <laughs> I don't have a Wii, my sir. Well, we'll see what <laughs> we can do. <laughs> maybe they got a maybe they got a mobile port Dude, in Chocobo Dungeon.
2: I have completely forgot about that offshoot title, which yeah. reminds me there's there's a lot of them like Final Fantasy. Uh, Christ- there's over fifty Fra- Final Fantasy Christ- games.
1: Crystal Chronicles, yeah. yeah. yeah Crystal you can, Chronicles. You can do that one four player co-op. I think Chocobo GP came out this year. It's a kart racer with Final Fantasy characters. Oh my
2: god.
0: Pass. <laughs> I wanna play pass. some of those I wanna play some of those PS one fighting games that had guest oh, characters. Urgis, Ergis
1: or however you pronounce that. Yeah. Ergis, uh, Ur- oh, yeah.
0: Cloud and Sephiroth
1: and Tifa. Was, oh so cool. So cool. Anybody played any of the Discussions? Um, okay, Disidias? so no, I have I, I have this I've played Dissidia N T. Yeah, I don't understand how that worked or how it was ever that? an arcade game, but it is wild. So it's, a, it's just like a fighting game, right? Like like Tekken more It's it's a three on three fighting game, but like everybody floats what? in the air the whole time and there's like targeting lines floating all over the screen. There's a lot happening the whole time and I never got good at it, so I just kind of moved on.
2: Mm. I'm not big on fighting games.
0: Okay, so so moving into the games that are coming out. This year, well, part of the conversation will be do any of us think Rebirth is actually coming out this year? My opinion is, is no. Um, but uh, so this year would be Pixel Remasters, Final Fantasy 16, and Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Um, so you've you've already played, you already own the Pixel Remasters on Steam, uh, Photon?
2: Uh, just six, and I guess okay. you could say eight. Which, by the way, I want to interject real quick and say I, I plan on actually playing the Final Fantasy Remake trilogy. In its entirety, once all three of them are released as my final, final, final fantasy playthrough because it would be poetic for me and be (coughs) full circle because Final Fantasy VII was the first game I played.
0: Nice. Very nice. I mean, that'll be a cool way to experience it if you have the self-control. We'll check back
1: in five years.
2: Yeah, Um, Yeah. I think it'll come out. I think it might come out this year. Or at the very least, you'll get a nice demo. I think Rebro I think
0: personally. Re, I guess we can just go right to that. I think rebirth going to come out like April twenty-four. That's what I think. My B day. I mean, nice. Tomorrow. That'd be good. Oh, hey, you meant more, like more though, more
3: time to not miss out on this stuff is better for me.
0: See, Wesley <laughs> doesn't currently have a system to play it, so it's not as big of an issue for him
1: when it comes out. Nerva, when do you think rebirth going to come out? I'm optimistic. I think it's going to drop this Christmas. Uh, and I say you don't
0: that, think it. You don't think it affects it that sixteen's already out
1: this year. Like, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, okay, because they had. I think they got Crisis Core reunion at a really sweet window when they dropped that at the end of the year. I think they're going to try to shoot for that same hole, and selfishly. Uh, I always take a week off at Christmas, and I would love to do nothing but sit in my basement and play Rebirth play during Rebirth. that week. Ooh, uh, amazing! Just, just mind that sucker, start to finish. So I am maintaining a naive optimism that I'm going to have that okay. holiday 2023.
0: Yeah, though, uh, man! I, I, I when, there's going to be some real hype for Rebirth, and I will take off at least one day. Uh, for I, oh, I cannot wait. Like it's, it's crazy because like. You know, back in like 2007, for me, nothing was more hype in the world than Halo 3. And then there's been a, there's been off and on games that have hyped me up a lot mm-hmm. in the years following. But I don't know if I can't think of anything that's going to top like the the sequels to remake. Like even like in a, sorry Wesley, even like the next Elder Scrolls, it's going to be nothing to me compared to the next you know the next seven remake part. I can't think of anything. Delete game. this, man. Hey, no, no I... new Halos, no new Elder Scrolls. I mean, I can't think even like I'm a. I cannot wait for Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda this year. Cannot wait for that game. Mm. It's not even close to how I feel for for Rebirth. So, yeah, Damn. I'm super looking forward to that. Um, but we're all picking up 16 this year. That's the plan,
2: man. I'm glad you bring that up because I'm so salty. Because apparently, if, if you guys might might be able to correct me, but I, I, last I checked. Uh, um, Square like boldly announced that 16 will be like, absolutely exclusive, shakingly stuck on PS5 only. And then I was talking to uh, I think a homie at work who was like, "Oh no, that the, they said that maybe in like six months it'll be on Steam." So if it's not gonna land on Steam, I am shit out of luck. I thought it was six months, but I could be wrong. I thought it, it was better six. hit Steam because honestly, every single Final Fantasy exists on list. Yeah. Steam. weren't they just? Like, I don't have a
1: calm that rumor. like this week yeah. launches yeah yeah i mean i think eventually it'll probably land on pc square's been putting a lot of their exclusives on pc the question is just going to be what what the timing works don't out they but, go
0: through epic game store though
1: instead i don't know i haven't bought any of their stuff on uh, pc because i have a playstation 5 only
0: so. yeah i think seven remakes only on epic game store no, on it's on Steam, too. It's on
2: Steam for a massive $70. I know 15 is on Steam. Also, 38 Two. bucks during the holiday.
0: Am I correct in saying that it was only on Epic Games Store for six months or something? It's I possible. Like it I, I don't know. Probably. I don't do
2: Epic Game. Is Epic Games Store like another Steam? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the
0: Fortnite know about it. store. It's it's, yeah. right, the Fortnite store, yeah. They, oh, they put I a ton of money into it to try to pull people off of Steam. so To some, some success, yeah. but I, I think it's a a battle you can't probably win. Mm-hmm. So the, only, the only thing that's going to defeat steam is itself and it does not look like that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh I don't want that to happen particularly either. <laughs> um but so so Wesley, I didn't think about that. So You're not getting 16 this year either then.
3: No, I would love to, but I'll have to wait until it's available on something else that I can play it on. Yeah. Unless, you know, PS5 falls from falls from the sky. We'll see.
0: You need to. When's your birthday? You need to. You need to get that family together and tell mm. them. You know, hey.
3: No no kidding. I've, I've thought about it. You game. know what? I'm just gonna ask for gift cards or whatever, like all year, and just save all of them. So birthdays and say
0: it's for say it's for like, tell them you're going back to college or something, and then once you get big money, then buy the PS5. Maybe if you're
1: you're really nice to Brian, he'll let you take the sacred Patreon funds and the
0: uh... <laughs> Yeah, the the Wesley fund. Go fund me. Yeah. Wesley's poor ass.
2: <laughs> um, hey, uh, yes go ahead go ahead no go ahead photon i i, I um wanted to lay down some quick uh, possible history lesson for possibly wesley and um brian um yep. i i felt compelled to do so um first of all uh did you guys know that the creator hironobu sakaguchi right this is mm-hmm. the creator right that sounds right you um you know that um why he called it Final Fantasy and what became of it? Go ahead and tell the audience, anyways. But I did, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos
0: and retrospectives and podcasts, so I do know this. But yeah, go ahead and tell us, anyways.
2: I don't know all the juicy details because I've been, I don't know, I've, I've kind of lost track of all of it all. But um, the most I know or I remember is that uh, he was kind of like a failing uh, video game designer, and he came to this point where I'm going to make. My Final Fantasy, his final, his final game, his final oomph, ump, his final hurrah in the, the the biz, in the biz, and uh, lo and behold, it became this explosively popular series. And I, ju- I just love that story arc because I've actually yeah. heard that before in other. Realms of entertainment of just this person being like, ah, oh, I'm just throwing it in my. Oh, Borwin, more is the same way actually. That's they, what I was going to they, say. They're about to be bankrupt, and they're like, oh, let's just let's just let's just throw in all of our great ideas, blah blah blah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That's and why it's so it's just, crazy it's looking. Just, yeah, the guy was like, oh, I don't know, throw mushrooms in there, man. Just make it yep. so I can anything. I don't know, but it- <laughs> Yeah, and it just became this absolute stellar hit. And there's just something to be drawn from that kind of that that, that, that story arc. But uh, moving on, though, I want to say that um, yeah, I got pulled up. Uh, did you know that Final Fantasy VII is actually the second most best-selling game in PS1 history with a total of over 10 million sales? And, um, the number Final
0: one fa- is not fair. The number the one, one is not fair.
2: The one number one is Gran Turismo.
0: It was a pack-in game. I was gonna say it was no. pack-in. It must have been, yeah.
2: No, it's Gran Turismo, bro. Gran Turismo with ten point eight five million sales. Well, I know Gran Turismo is popular,
0: but I'm pretty sure like a lot of the sales were. For, it was packed in with the PlayStation One. And correct me if I'm wrong. I, mean.
1: <laughs>
2: I can cite you my sources. <laughs> which is right now wikipedia but you can look at us up um i'm but going further down the line uh, number four best-selling game for ps1 is final fantasy 8 and scrolling down final fantasy 9 at number 16 and then i'm not going to go any deeper but big, uh, yeah
0: big influence
2: right so i just want to um f- finish off by saying that uh seven really is like Like people who don't even know what Final Fantasy really care much about Final Fantasy, know about Final Fantasy because of Seven, and I would I would dare say it's because it was so damn popular because it was just completely this it was very open worldy, and you know I kind of have to take that back because like the previous Final Fantasies did the same thing, you know, this whole open world concept, but something about Seven Seven was the first one to go from pixel fun. Forgot the proper terminology for it, but it beca- they went from pick from simple pixels to complex polygons. Even though he looks like Popeye, but um, <laughs> I think maybe like Advent Children and stuff. Like it really like popularized Final Fantasy even deeper. It um, just resonates with just people on such a deep level.
0: You know, Seven does like, and that's the thing, That's what I'm starting to realize though is. Other Final Fantasies provide such a deep experience as well, but Seven still has this little nugget of specialness that, I know not everyone's going to agree, but it seems like the vast majority of people are like, even if Seven's not their favorite, they're like, oh, but Seven is super special to me in ways the other ones aren't. And I I think it's just a perfect culmination. And and On one hand, I was going to say a moment in time, but at the same time, like, Seven still proves to just be this thing that resonates today. It's iconic. Uh, and it, it doesn't feel dated. Like, obviously, the original game is dated, but like the story and characters don't really feel dated. Uh, and the story just. And I, I think it's one of the first. I mean, probably not one of the first, but I guess it's an early video game that told such an amazing story that truly couldn't be told in any other medium. You know, because because a book or uh, a movie or even a TV series of Final Fantasy 7 it would have not hit the same way that this game does you know mm-hmm. it's truly a game story and like and that's not to discredit it all like it's an amazing story it's just gaming was the proper medium for it um, and it just all the characters are so good like you could you could make a game based off of TiFA you could make a game uh, based off of Vincent Valentine. what well, they did they're just yeah. <laughs> so uh it's just it's got and the music and uh yeah it's just it's amazing i mean
2: yeah absolutely seven Ooh. i have a i have a proposition uh questionnaire for all you guys what's your number one favorite character that you've so far seven yeah go, brian go ahead from seven you said right okay well no 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 the whole series like from okay. what you've experienced so far can i can we give from? several instead
0: <laughs> well because it I don't want to just say Cloud because it's boring, right? Right. You, know, you honestly,
3: could say cloud. cloud, man. Can we give like top 3s? Okay, well, I'll say
0: Cloud. I'll say Cloud, but uh if I was going to pick, I'll give you two like deeper cuts and they're not that deep really, but they're not Cloud. Um Vincent Valentine is cool enough to be I mean, I freaking love Vincent Valentine. Like Me he's too. he's cooler I than several him. protagonists. Uh I love him. He's badass. Yeah. Um and then I guess I don't want to just pick so uh, to be interesting, um Hmm. I'm trying to think. You know, I Ignis from Final Fantasy 15. Ignis is just incredible because mm. he's 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 so selfless and yeah, I completely he's, agree. He's got so much character, and he's always uh, and finding my, new wife, recipes. I was just about to say, <laughs> me and my wife would walk around the house. and would be like,
2: "I think I've thought of a new recipe." <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's amazing. the line. Dude, start it's amazing. Sh- I'm going to drop you guys uh, the clips I made while playing 15 into the chat, by the way.
0: Do it. Do it. Yeah, Ignis is just... uh, He's a character that... um, I I think Noctis is a really awesome main character, but Ignis was one of those characters that kind of pulled my... Pulled my feelings over away from the main character a bit because he's like he he went blind for not for Naka's and he didn't bitch about it he just kept oh, moving I on. About
2: yeah. Oh about that.
0: Oh yeah, great character. What about you? Go, go to you, Wesley. Kind of give like give your favorite and then a couple deep cuts maybe like I did. Yeah, I can deep do that. Yeah, it, it has to be
3: it has to be Cloud. I think I said that last time, but it's almost unfair. He's like at a different level. Um, and then yep. deep cuts. I don't really know how deep. The cuts actually are. See, mine weren't I, that deep. <laughs> I love, yeah, I How deep love cuts so much. It has to be but Zach. Zach is not deep at all. You just went no. deep behind, like straight up. No, uh, I guess so. Because <laughs> I would have said then, Zach too.
0: Uh,
3: I'll say Zaz too, from thirteen. Zaz, yeah, mm. he's the best.
0: Choke in the hair.
1: Yeah, it's he's so, so cool. memorable, man. It's so cool. He's, what he's... about you, Nerva? Oh boy, um, I think we all know uh, my favorite is Vivi. Uh, from Final mm, Fantasy IX, yeah. yeah. Uh, then, and why is that? I just—he's so fascinating. What they did with his character—you know—to be super reductive about Vivi's character, he's—he's he's basically a Make-A-Wish kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there yeah. is so much heart in watching what is effectively like an eight-year-old navigate what it means to be alive and find a family and a home mm. and build that through the game that it's it's just it's so beautiful to watch and then that whew, that ending um is, is something um and then my my next two would probably be cloud and uh <laughs> leslie it's got to be Kane. it's got to be Kane. ah yes uh, he's easily That's like the, he's easily the manipulated hero. he's easily manipulated but He's got the mm-hmm. coolest armor in all of Final Fantasy. So cool. Yeah. So I, ass-
3: I associate yeah. Vivi and Kane with you, like,
2: very much. <laughs> I'm okay How with that. How about you, Photon? I am a basic bitch and must declare uh, I love lightning because... Yeah. So uh, you know, good. you know, I've got to, like, kind of, d- 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 like, diverge and say, like, The reason we love these characters is because it resonates something within us of like what we personally like value kind of in life or like the life lessons that the characters are learning we kind of vicariously like feel that too in our own life so like i would say like i love lightning because i i personally i love the mystique kind of like there's like a there's like a mystery to her like she's tight-lipped she's tight-lipped she doesn't say much and I don't know about you guys, but, like, over my years of video gaming, like, that's, like, my favorite trope of a video game character is the one that hmm. doesn't say much, a la yep. Chief. Um, yep, a la it, Chief. A la some, and that's why I, like, love I love CE also so much. It's so vested so closely in my heart. If you ripped yeah. open my chest, you'd be like, why is this man have CE in his chest? It's because— There's a black label copy of Combat Evolved in his chest. There's a black label copy first, his gym, my son. Signed by all of them, and it's it's. I love the mystery. I love I love things are shrouded and mystique and allure. And Wesley was saying it well on uh on on the uh, podcast, the episode he was on about um when you asked him um um, fuck muffin man, he said uh something about uh if uh, something not being revealed in a game or. God, it's at the tip of my mm-hmm. tongue. But uh, you asked him like how he would feel if they added more to revealing something, and he said, you know, I think it's better when you just kind of like preserve that mystique. So, just going back to yeah, I, I love Lightning because she just she seems like the most mystique of them oh, all. But honestly, we were talking about the Dwemer, kind of yeah, yeah, the Dwemer, yeah, the Elder Scrolls. I was listening to that episode. And I was doing this all time mm-hmm because <laughs> I, I i absolutely agree man it's there's something about mystique and the mystery and the allure and 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 just this bottle of question marks contained that you just want to grasp at but you can't pull off the cap and then i hate to digress but it's like halo it, once 343 picked it up god bless their hearts but they they pulled off that cap and they they spewed True. everything from inside and that mystery and allure got totally evaporated but i, I really will never poo poo entirely three-four-three for doing it because like what else the hell were you going to do if they wanted to evolve halo it had to it had to be the cap had to be lifted and the, it had to be more substance released into the into the into the universe but i yeah. personally preserve it i personally um i'm a big fan when things are preserved and 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 you kept want you ke- and you're kept wondering what is going on here
0: yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it's funny because people go on rants about how, oh, Bungie did this, 343 did this, and, you know, I'm always defending, uh like, the positives of 343, but, like, in my heart of hearts, like, I, I just liked when I didn't really know anything about the Forerunners. I just got to discover their architecture as the chief and wonder what happened here and never know, mm-hmm. you know? And the thing is, now it's, it's all been explained so much that, like, they're basically, they're in my opinion, they're basically doing it over again with the Harbinger or the in of Halo Infinite. It's like, what if there was another ancient race that you don't know about? Because yeah. they've kind of already spilled the beans on the Forerunner. So I, I agree with you mm. guys 100%. I wanted to say Lightning myself, but it didn't feel like a deep cut. So, But I appreciate your commitment to being basic, Photon, because we're all basic here, I think, for the most part. What's up, Wesley? Well, I, I,
3: you made me feel bad about Zach. So I will I will change my <laughs> deep cut. You didn't oh, really okay. make me feel bad. No, it's all right i got to change my other deep cut to Tella. That one's much more fitting.
2: Tella from 4. 4? Ah,
0: is that from 4?
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Tella yeah. and Zaz. There the, we go. He's a badass, badass, ancient, old man, mage, respected. Did you guys beat Crisis Core? Yeah, it was amazing. Yes. Crisis Core is
1: amazing. What about you, Nerva? Did you beat Crisis Core Reunion? I have not purchased Reunion yet, and I put it on my, uh, okay. my wish list. i got some other stuff I'm trying to work through in my gaming catalog. What you-
2: beat the PSP version. I have right? beaten the PSP
1: version. Yeah. Way okay. back In the day. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Asking you guys out of, out of a rating of 10, how many tears were spilled at the ending of that game? Cause I'm going to say, I'm gonna if,
1: say 8.5. I legitimately said, sad. yeah, I'm going to go with zero. And the reason I, Whoa! the reason I say that, hold on is because when I played that, I think I was in late middle school, early high school on a family vacation. So crying was not an option
2: uh <laughs> oh come on something sorry yeah, I' just
0: cry- I'm just crying you know when you know they uh, uh sn- snow and Sarah are watching fireworks and the music's playing <laughs> and I'm crying and then my wife walks in and she's like what what what's wrong with you <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but no I didn't cry at the end because I've never I've never cried at a video game and that's not because I'm some hard ass really? I'm not at all I've never cried at a game um in I fact really I've only cry. cried at a movie because of like emotional problems I was having already had nothing to do with Uh, the movie so I don't know but I was very it's very
2: moving the end of Crisis Core tear jerking absolutely for sure but it's such a beautiful connection it's a beautiful connection to the original when he gives him the sword and you're like ah that was my that was my personal favorite um, thing about Crisis Core was Mm -hmm. was, um, Cloud suddenly be like here's my helmet off my name's Cloud and then and then him handing off the sword is such a beautiful way of um, letting it 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 all you'll be my
0: living legacy yeah living legacy yeah. Hey, you know that's the thing too is I'll, I'll um, I think it's worth shouting out is like so from for my my stance like building up to Crisis Core Reunion this year, my thought was I'm gonna buy this day one and play it, but it probably won't be that great because it's not gonna be as good as Final Fantasy VII original or remake. It'll probably be you know a mo it'll be a, a handheld game from long time ago and with some new paint on it. Probably won't be that great. Well, I bought it and I was and I played it day one and I was just pleasantly surprised. I was just. I mean, I legitimately thought it was a ton of fun, great story characters, a great video game. Like, not a great PSP game, not good for a remaster or remake. Uh, It was just a good ass game, and I really enjoyed it. It's fully worth paying the money for if anyone out there is interested in picking it up. And, I mean, it is very much going to tie in with, you know, Remake and everything that's going on. Um,. Kind of one of the last questions I want to ask you guys, and then I'll kind of open the floor up to you guys to say some things before we get out of here, because I know there's endless things we could all say, but you know, I want to give you guys mm-hmm. a chance to say that. But um, what? Sure. So right now we have, this is basically the trajectory, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the trajectory of Square Enix with Final Fantasy has been, you have your uh, your big main Division 1 team that did 13 in the sequels, and then they did like a mobile game, and then they started on Remake. Final Fantasy Seven remake. Oh, the- um, so they're doing the remake trilogy right now. That's kind of their thing. And then you have the MMO guys, uh, and I think it's Yoshida. Is he the big one at the of of the Final Fantasy fourteen? I think yeah. he's the big name
2: behind that. Yoshi P. What about
0: Yeah. Okay. And he's he's the one. They're the team kind of spearheading Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm-hmm. So uh, and, and honestly, honestly, Final Fantasy fifteen was fifteen wasn't the team. The main team that did thirteen and those sequels that, would, that they're not the ones that did fifteen either. Obviously, there's a lot of crossover there. But so you have fifteen. Be, kind of was done by they were done by like the the studio that it was obviously Square Enix. But the studio that did fifteen now they're doing Forspoken under a different name. They moved on to that forespoken total t- t- uh, title. So and then sixteen, like I said, it's the MMO guys. So what would you? What do you guys want? And obviously, because they do so much. You're never going to be able to predict it. But once the seven-remake stuff's out of the way and the Division One team decides to make a numbered Final Fantasy that's new again, Numbers? what would you... Numbered, yeah. Because like, mm. like I said, we're getting 16, which is numbered, but that's not by the Division One team. What would you like to see them do? Give us an idea. It can be vague. It can be specific. Uh, Nerva, why don't you start? What would you want to see? Oh, I don't know
1: what I would want to see. Um, one thing... Um, I will lift from Final Fantasy's competitor, Dragon Quest. They did that was really awesome that I wouldn't mind seeing. Um, Dragon Quest XI, I don't know if any of you guys have played it, but there's two game modes you can play in. They built the entire game in 3D and in 2D. So you can switch, at least on the the Switch model. I haven't done it this way because I played DQ11 on my PlayStation 4. But on the Switch, when they re-released it for that console, you can play it all in 2D. And it's like all of the maps and environments are smaller, so it takes less time to play it. So it's almost like an incentive to play through it again. But I think it would be really Mm -hmm. cool for an old timer like me if, you know, maybe they remake Final Fantasy IX knock on wood and they throw like a weird 2D mode or something in there that'd be yeah. fantastic or you know do that with your your big 17 entry or, or whatever it is but something that throws back a little nostalgia kind of like how Super Mario Odyssey does the thing where you walk into the wall and you get the 2D side scrolling level just you know some yeah. kind of nod back like that to the Is the there
0: a rumor about them releasing something nine related this year to go with the
1: TV show? What? That's, yeah, that's that's the rumor is that they're going to announce something um and it's Either, like
0: a nine remaster yeah. of some sort
1: <clears throat> yeah they've got that anime. Well, they remastered it well yeah they've got that well, anime it, show that's you know. being made by somebody out in france that they were supposed to have a demo of it some um some industry day that we never got to see and then they've teased another major final fantasy announcement for this year that is not um seven or 16 so I'm hoping for a something yeah. with nine for a remake there because you know I love it, love it, love it, love it.
0: A second definition. Yeah, uh, Wesley. What about you? What what kind of idea would you like to see for a the division one team making a new Final Fantasy?
3: Oh, that's hard for me because I think the Final Fantasy. Or if you, Fantasy, I
0: throw it out there. If you want them to do a sequel to a, another previous series, that would also count. You know, Lightning Returns again. Oh no.
3: <laughs> Well, what I'm thinking is, is the the Final Fantasy <laughs> yes. series is so it's so innovative um, that like I know the next entry is going to be like I I didn't even know that I wanted that you know um, yeah so I think what I would really love is I would really love Ooh. a um the FF7 remake treatment for Final Fantasy Four I would love that mm. something like that like yeah give me give me that cast of characters and that setting um but just like in full hd
0: so division yeah. one becomes the remake studio i, I hey. don't i don't hate it to be honest with you but
3: I wonder how they feel that, feel that because issue of I, like i don't even know what i i don't even know what i don't know yet like i don't know what i want like they're gonna come out with 17 it's gonna be like this is amazing i didn't even know i needed this like i just know it's gonna be like that
0: 17, you play as, like, a mole man. You live underground. No, no mole man.
3: <laughs> Give but us no, another here's female the, the protagonist. Like, That'd be cool.
0: It's it's so easy as gamers and social media people to be like, I think I got it figured out. I think it's like this. And you don't know the details. But, like, if you look at the trajectory of, like, the people on Division One and that team, basically they did, um, let's see what they do. They did 12. Well, I don't know. if No, I don't think they were 12. But anyways they, they 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 did 13 right so this division 1 they did 13 big fabula nova crystallis thing with the spin-offs and they put that out and then but before they put that out they showed off the 2006 PS3 Final Fantasy 7 tech demo which made everyone go we want, we're getting a Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And really it was no, they were using the Crystal Tools engine to show you the opening of 7, and they're making 13. You didn't get seven. And then 13 comes out, and people are like, ah, I hate it. I want seven remake. And they're like, here's 13 too, and here's thir- Lightning Returns. And finally they just got beat. It feels like they got beat down to the point where they're like, well shit. We'll just make seven remake because we'll make tons of money and that's what you guys want to do. So I'm like, once they get done remaking it, like, what would those creatives want to see? from a new title what do you think photon for like a 17 or something like if they do it like what what do you, would you want to see from them
2: i yeah so i okay i uh, i wanted to uh, this this random thing um that occurred to me uh, that's kind of irrelated but um I'm, I'm gonna say this first and then answer your question is uh did you guys know that uh, i think it's deus X uh, mankind divided, divided. whatever um, I played a demo of that, and I think I think uh, Square is like a publisher or whatever the hell, or they're somehow related or something. There, there's a there's a room that you come across, and there's a poster that says Final Fantasy XXX Thirty coming out. I thought that was really funny.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Final oh. Fantasy
2: Thirty is coming out. Um, so, no, to answer your question, uh, so I I would have to. I was Nerva took my, took my answer. I, I would really like to see like a 9 2 or them declaring that 9 would be a trilogy. Um, and then, at, like, tied with that sentiment is also. I, I really, really think they need to go back to tactics and make a sequel to that. Because I think that has. the it has actually a really big following of. Like, it's like a cold classic. Everyone that. Everyone I ever see talk about it, they, they rave about it so highly. Yeah. I, I really GBA can't wait till you that. guys play it. Oh, What'd you say, Wesley?
3: It's
1: a
2: Game Boy sequel, I thought.
1: I could be wrong. Advance. But... Tactics Advance and Tactics Advance A2. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's up with that? Never, I've, I've is that the actual I've, sequel or is that just like a remaster? I think they're both sequels. I haven't played them, though. Um,. So I don't I don't know for sure, but you know to your, okay. to your point, Foytan, now's the time to do that. Strike while the iron's hot with um, triangle strategy just coming out. Tactics Ogre Reborn just coming out. Um, they're having a real good time for um, strategy RPGs. Tactics would be a good good one to revisit.
2: I'm telling you, Brian and Wesley, you guys, you have to put Tactics on your list. It's I'm I'm pretty much It's pretty, much X, it's pretty it's much XCOM list, XCOM slash I tell everybody who most people don't know XCOM. I say tactics is pretty much like the chess of Final Fantasy. It's mm. so compelling and fun. What's really crazy is like the units, it, the the characters in there. They will forever die and never come back when they die on the map. So you have to carefully plan every move. And it's so um, it just has the paper rock scissors dynamic. That's just it's so addicting and fun yeah. to gr- fun to play. I can't I can't praise it enough. So to answer your question. I want to see nine as a trilogy and tactics as uh, at least the sequel.
0: Okay. Um, well guys, I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll give you I'll pass it around to y'all one more final time to just kind of give your final thoughts on what you want to talk about. Final fantasy before we get out of here, just because we're at an hour and a half already, maybe there'll be a future episode. Obviously we <laughs> have endless, endless material here. Um, but like just to give you some ideas, you can talk about whatever you want, but you can talk about, uh, you know, is, is final fantasy. How important is it to your life? Is it your favorite genre? Um, Anything really? Like, kind of like last things you want to say about it, Uh, Wesley? Do you want to start? Like, what do you, what do you feel about Final Fantasy before we get out of here?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, Just like you, I think. I think Final Fantasy VII is like my top. Is like my number three game all time, Mm -hmm. Um, and the series as a whole is definitely in my top five now. It like shot way up out of nowhere. Um, It's just so amazing. Yeah, I think I've even said I said on Twitter recently. I think that like if I had to be stuck with one series, like one video game franchise, the rest of my life, it might be Final Fantasy just because of the variety it offers you. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. you got you got futuristic settings, you got your typical fantasy settings, you got steampunks. You know, everything in between never gets old. Yeah, and then you have turn based and you have, you know, more action and adventure gameplay. Like, there's just so much. And, yeah, and the character work is always great. The music is always great. Um, I I had never, ever listened to video game music in my spare time, like, ever until Final Fantasy. And those, like, really? No Elder Scrolls? No. No, Halo? Not really. No, I, and I love them. me that away stuff. by
0: breaking Benjamin? Okay, more that <laughs> Oh uh, no! I just, just I don't know. He just, you just listened did.
1: to that RuneScape MIDI music. RuneScape. Wesley, back when I was in middle school, I imported a Final Fantasy soundtrack from Japan that you couldn't buy in the states, so that I could listen to it in my CD player. Mm, That's badass.
0: Bad you know that just confirms. I, I don't know if you saw. I think you probably saw this uh, Nerva, but. Um, when we were doing the in the Discord, we were labeling ourselves biggest this yeah. fan, biggest that fan. Somebody in the Discord said Brian should be biggest Final Fantasy fan, and I nipped that in the butt right away. I'm like, <laughs> that should be Nerva, dude. I've only been a fan for like three years. I've played like three games, and then you, you, yeah, dude, you imported freaking CD when you were in middle school. Come on, let's get real here. Do your research, people.
2: <laughs> uh, who, by the way, who started that trend? I, technically, it was
0: me, but it was by accident. Uh, for For like a week or two, Corey Hanks in the Discord, uh-huh. all he talked about was Silent Hill. So I was uh-huh. like, somebody needs to. So I was like, petition to make uh, Corey the biggest named, the biggest Silent Hill fan. And then uh-huh. we did. And then uh, I think Joe. Uh, small print TV did it and then everyone's like I want to be this biggest fan, I want to be this biggest fan Cats I actually K. changed my name back to normal, I, I got rid of mine but I was biggest Middle Earth fan but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. but Wesley I want to I wanna make sure you finish what you were saying before I pass over to these guys, do you have any more you want to say about uh, your time with Final Fantasy or just a really no, that, important series to you now
3: yeah, I mean, yeah it is, it's a very important series to me now I, I didn't think that like any other se- I didn't think any other series that I liked could really be topped but you know there it is.
0: Yep, absolutely.
3: Uh, Are you going to teach robot a child
2: here. Final Fantasy? Sorry. Yeah, no, he, he's going to yeah. get
3: he's going to get plenty of opp- opportunities, and he's uh, he's
0: going to watch the Netflix uh, nine nine show. Yeah yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the
3: initial What's the initial treatment? Um, I'd love for him to play seven, but you know, I don't know. He may not like that. We'll see. He's uh he's he's joining us right now and he's not too happy about uh, anything. So you want to join? You want him to dress up as Cloud for Halloween? Probably. Oh boy, that would be that'd be something else. He, he you know what? He woke up this morning with Come like on. a hair he, spike he needs on the side, so it might be spreading.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, that a, would be perfect. Yeah, Vivi yeah. would probably make more sense at his age.
2: Give me yeah. a Vivi Halloween costume and take pics. That'd be great. <laughs> Is that you mean? You could that do that
0: something ridiculous. You could be like. You should do something ridiculous, Wesley. Like you could be, uh, you could be Aerith or something.
3: Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> no! You guys gonna Track dress me. River up as a Final Fantasy character?
0: Um, no. Actually, we already have our we already have our costume for next year picked out. We are gonna go as uh, two Harfoots and the uh, the Stranger from Rings of Power. I'm gonna be the Stranger, the tall, tall That's wizard, beautiful. and then uh, my my wife and my daughter will be Harfoots. That's wonderful. Cool. I love that. Nice. Um. Nerva, I want to pass it over to you. Uh, final thoughts on Final Fantasy for now? Oh, I think
1: I could go on for, for days, probably. But, you know, I just, <clears throat> I love this series. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, there has been a Final Fantasy for, like, every season of my life. You know, I like to find my childhood. I had it, like, a new big new game came out my senior year of high school. I had a big one that came out, I think, right before uh, I graduated college. I had one that came out when I moved away from, you know, my parents and family to go take a new job in a different state. Like uh, when I had my first kid, I had a final fan, a mainline final fantasy drop. Right. So just um, it's amazing how intertwined it is with everything. You know, um, both my friends growing up, I've met new friends, you know, with you guys through it. It's, it's been fantastic. It's, it's really amazing um, how integral it has been just with me all the time. And, and I'll always love it for that. And I'm, I'm very excited to see, you know, where it takes me or as it walks along with me (laughs) going forward where we where we end up going but it's nice because you you can pick up that game and you know i'll always remember when i pick up a you know a copy of final fantasy uh seven remake and pick it up and play it i'll always remember you know where i was when it came out and what i was doing and it it transports me back and it's it's a great touchstone so really love it it's it's just been a huge a huge franchise and and part of my life and uh, you know i'm glad You guys are seeing the magic and enjoying it, too. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I want to give you major credit, dude, because you've been a consistent person in the Sacred Icon community who's been like, you've really just been over in the corner like, Final Fantasy's my shit, but I know you guys are here for Halo. And then, like, one day, you came out to see, like, you came out to tend to your sheep, out in the garden or whatever, <laughs> and your sheep had wandered out of the fence, and now they're over by this Final Fantasy. And you're like, "Whoa! I thought you sheep were dumb as shit. Like now you're now you're coming to. You've seen the to, to light. Look at my shit now. Like this is awesome. So suddenly you're like, "Oh, people want. Because honestly, one of the most active channels in the Discord is the. Uh, big swords and bigger hair. Uh, anime or not anime? Wow, well, basically. But uh, Final Fantasy JRPG channel. Yeah, uh, it's just blown up because we're all so excited about it. So you're yeah. the OG. You kind of the guy. You were waiting. I
1: waiting. have like ninety percent of the channels in the Discord muted, <laughs> except for oh. big swords and bigger hair. Halo. <laughs> so I don't know yeah, how yeah. active it is awesome. relative to the rest of them. But you know, I'm I'm glad it's it's, it's it's one op- of the most active still.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's a hot take. That's awesome. Hot take. Um, and I'm going to pass it over to Photon here. In a st- I'll let Photon have the, the final word. I would say for me, uh, one thing you just said I, I really resonated with is, uh, you know, a time, a time in your life there's a, there's a Final Fantasy game. Obviously, I'm very new uh, to this, but, but I got Final Fantasy VII Remake as my first Final Fantasy game mm-hmm. uh, right in the middle of COVID. And I was laid off work. My wife was off work. We were both getting the government supplemental money, so we were making more money than ever. We were newlyweds. We had two months to be home with no responsibilities. And Final Fantasy VII came out. And Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. And it was an amazing experience. We played together. And it was so much fun. I'll never forget it. And then when I went into playing Final Fantasy VII Original, it was this really like lightning in a bottle moment for me. Because the fact that I got to play Final Fantasy VII Original um, from morning till night, staying up late, sleeping in, Eating food when I wanted, having no responsibilities. We had no kid then. We had no work, no school. And I just had all these memories of like being at friends' houses who had seven I never played. And then me playing it now for the first time in this exact same scenario that felt like childhood because I had no responsibilities. I just sat and played original Final Fantasy VII for days, weeks. Um, so, such a great experience. So, like, that's going to be a memory I'll never forget. It's one of my greatest gaming memories ever already it's up there is, is, final fantasy seven experiencing that for the first time. And, um, you know, right, you know, crisis core this year and, and now playing these older final fantasies and talking with you guys is going to be a memory. Obviously halo is a game that, you know, different portions of my life. It's, it's been, you know, it's been, a, it's been there. So very good sentiment. Um, for me, yeah, the one, the last thing I'll say before I pass over to photon is if any of you guys, anyone who knows me very well will know that I'm much more into replaying games. I love than I am buying new ones, because I'm kind of weird, so. where I would prefer to deeply invest in the games I know I love, instead of spending time and money on new experiences that either won't be good, or will be good, but not as good as the other ones, but I can tell you right now, I never played Final Fantasy till 2020, and it surpassed almost every game series that I've ever played. So what a disservice I would have been doing to myself if I didn't play something new. You know, Games I grew up with and adored, Gears of War, Elder Scrolls, Batman Arkham games, games I called my favorites ever. Final Fantasy has passed them all, Mm -hmm. and it's only because I was willing to try something new. So it's worth trying something new. I love the series. It's going to be a favorite for life now. Can't wait to play more. Photon,
2: over to you, and then we'll get out of here. Well, you know, all you guys really hit it uh, pretty much nail on the head on like, in a way of like, why we really even like, why is it we play video games? Why do we? Why do we consume entertainment? And, and Final Fantasy, it it delivers just a just to put it really tersely. Final Fantasy delivers such a solid experience, like none other. Um, you know. It's like like to kind of recap what I started off. You know, Final Fantasy is one of those caliber of games that achieve checking off each taking off each uh, box that needs to be checked that comprises of a of a good game. The music, the characters, the story, the UI, etc., etc. All of those aspects are so well. Ticked off, it, 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 that when it happens, it's a magical experience, and it it, it transcends uh, a, a regular um, entertainment uh, feeling. The value of it, it just it skyrockets. There's a reason why we want to replay these these particular games, is because it, it it's so evocative of 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 just such a of just a well crafted piece of entertainment that that we just can't can't help but go back to it and for me personally like it 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 satisfies the itch for an adventure like that's why we love lord of the rings that's why we love star wars that's really why we love probably all these expansive forays into these imaginative worlds that no other Developer or creator does it as well as these people. These people become the golden standard of a perfect, beautiful adventure that you just can't help but wanting to revisit. And for me, like, like, like Nerva had said, like, when he played, when he played them, they were kind of like these milestones in his life, and they become so emblematic of like that time you lived in. It's like, oh yeah, that's when I had my first girlfriend. That's when I had my first car. It's like. It's like it's such a deeply satisfying game that like it, it, it encapsulates these memories in your life and, and it's what makes life so special is like is feeling these special moments in games. and games and final fantasy is one of the i would say the top 10 video game franchises that achieve this golden standard and we can't help but keep coming back for more and more scoops because you want more you want more scoops of that flavoring it's so damn tasty and uh, so like when i played my Final Fantasies, it it, it it helped me get through some tough times. It helped me get through some indifferent times. And it helped me get through, make the good times even gooder. It's something yeah. about Final Fantasies, it, it just, it just, it has this golden standard that, honestly, I'm so glad that Sakaguchi uh, um, gave it everything he had because, man, it, it, it's just if if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like okay final fantasy sounds okay but where do i start well I, I would i would say jump on youtube and like review watch like reviews for every single one and see which one appeals to you the most and and just start from there don't be intimidated by which direction to go just go with wherever your heart takes you and just kind of jump in there and next thing you know you, you'll be wanting to play the other ones maybe because because to, to, to put a final ribbon on a final bow on this gift of a of a review is that I think that it, it's the gift that keeps keeps on giving. Uh, what Final Fantasy is, and it's it, if you love a good adventure and music and pretty much a, a solid experience of a video game, try Final Fantasy. It doesn't matter which one. Jump in. It's it's an unforgettable experience, and you won't regret it.
0: Yeah, there's a reason it's one of the most popular franchises in gaming, because it's truly one of the best. It set, it's set standards, and it's, uh, it's something that we keep coming back to, and uh, leaves us with memories that we won't forget. And, and you know, we, we, we apply our own life and our own experiences and our own emotions. We put those in the game, and we filter it through, and we bring them back out. And uh, it's just something beautiful about games that games can do that. But Final Fantasy specifically has just given so many different experiences. You know, I heard people talk about like one of the main aspects of uh, Final Fantasy IX is finding your identity, finding mm. your place. You know, and that like, people who need that or have felt that way they resonate with nine, and then and then with seven it might be something different, or four, or six, or thirteen they might feel some different way about it. And it, 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 The series leaves uh, so many opportunities for everyone to find a place to connect. So yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you thought, well. I just like listening to Sacred Icon. Uh, I just listened to this because I was bored. I don't really like Final Fantasy. Maybe consider trying it because people yeah, sure. like me who never thought they would care uh, really love it. And I know like Wesley, he said, I mean, he had some experience before, but he listened to our podcast on 7 Remake back whenever. And he was like, I, I think I want to play that. And then he played it and he's like, okay, this is one of the best series. you know. So it's definitely something that can happen. But guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, Nerva, are you on Twitter? I was going to say I don't know if you are. I can't remember if you are or not. Not
1: in any meaningful way. No. I don't even remember yeah, my Twitter handle. You want to plug handle. anything or you? No. No. Okay. I keep it pretty low profile on the internet.
0: Okay. Okay, Photon, you want to plug anything?
2: Um, they Your call Twitter me handle I... or something. My Twitter handle is iphotoni. Iphoton I, if you want to add me on there. And that's pretty much the best link I got for you. Join the Discord and come talk to us. That's the main thing. That's Ah, yes. Come, come to the Discord if you want to learn more about Final Fantasy and see where you would like to start. Maybe. Wesley, what about you? I know you were on the last episode, but maybe they didn't
0: hear that one.
3: Yeah, no, that's all right. Uh, just, just come find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at WesleyTypes. I got links there for my letterbox and my GG app for game reviews and movie reviews. Um, just come interact with me. Tell me you hated my review or you loved it. I don't care. Just engage.
0: Something to chew on. To be- yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I, I don't mean to make, you know, I don't mean to place it on any kind of pedestal, but uh, come to the Sacred Icon Discord just because that's where we're all hanging out all the time. It's a very convenient place where we all connect and it's 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 a super welcoming place. Uh, everyone with any opinion is welcome there as long as they're being respectful. So we have great conversations about everything. There's a channel for everything. If you want to come there and talk about exclusively Spider Man, there's a place. Final Fantasy. Obviously, Halo, that's got the most channels, most things for that's where most people, you know, have come because for Sacred Icon. But come check out the Discord. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, I'm at Brian's Bane on Twitter. Uh, Josh, who's not here right now, he is at Jedi Knight Joshy. Uh, come follow Sacred Icon at Sacred Icon Pod on the Twitter. If you guys want to give monetarily and support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash sacred icon, but don't feel obligated. Just listening's enough. Leave a review. Uh, send us an email or our voice clip at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know maybe if you want to hear more about Final Fantasy. Maybe let us know if you're like, all I want to hear is Halo. I've heard that one before. and uh, Or maybe you just want to let us know about another series. Say, hey, what's your guys' take on the Dark Souls series? Or which we've actually done an episode on that. or You know, something like that. Just let us know. We'd love to hear feedback. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. And as always... Keep it sacred.